The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one kind of recap for this week's RBC Heritage. Joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. KP, hello to you, sir. What is up, Not Rick? Much. We we cannot go a round without a weather delay. <laughs> I thought we had it out of our system after after the Masters last week. It was brutal. Although. I will say the 27 holes on or whatever it was, 30 holes on Sunday was kind of was kind of sick. I don't I, it's not better than having like Saturday, Sunday, but it was it was pretty close. It was pretty good. Yeah. And also because everybody went off, uh, I think everybody went off, or at least the guys that matter went off the first tee. So they played the, the second nine at Augusta twice on Sunday, which was sick. Yeah, it was amazing. And yeah, to see it played because you're kind of getting a preview in the morning of like this crazy thing that, and then it didn't, it, it, it could have played out a lot different, you know, with like 13 and the drama that it, none of that really existed because Rom was basically not getting a fight from Kepka, but there was a lot that could, <laughs> what could have happened was amazing. Uh, although none of it really played out that way. The first, the first two minutes was the most exciting part when there was a yeah. two shot swing. Immediately I mean, seriously, yeah. What what was what was a more what was more th- like a bigger thrill than that? Was there anything Nothing. on Sunday? Phil and no. Speed. <laughs> yeah, I think when Phil posted and I was like, oh my God, he's gonna win. Okay. <laughs> I mean the two things that we joked about, uh, and I'm actually not gonna let you segue this, even though you could, because I have something else, but the the first three days of last week, I'm walking around with different people like Sean Martin, Andy Johnson, Kevin von Valkenberg, like all these guys, and we're talking about like what's the dumbest things that could happen. The two most frequented or most like spoken, Rory misses the cut and Phil wins the tournament, and, and both of them almost happened. I mean, those are those were like the two dumbest outcomes of of the Masters. And both nearly uh, came to fruition. One thing I was going to ask you, Rick, you don't get asked enough questions on here. Your takes are great. Your opinions are really good. Oh, thank you. What is the – when I give you a year, I want you to tell me the lasting image of the Masters that first pops into your head. 
Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll just we'll just go through this. Uh two th- how far back can you go or do you want to go? Um I could go back to um like 18 I think would be like the most. Okay. Well, let's go uh Or actually just- or then any tiger year I guess is really Okay, 2005. Uh, I just, the only thing I remember, the, the, the only thing that I remember is Tiger, like the, like just the celebrate. It's honestly, I don't even remember a shot from 2005, except the celebration of him, like walking up towards the clubhouse. Was that 2016? The 16. Well, 16 yeah. shot was 2005, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That was it for me. Uh, okay. 2021. Uh, Hideki. Yeah. The bow. Yes. Yes. hundred percent. Okay. 2023 this year uh <laughs> i i want to say one thing but i might get in trouble for it but i think um i think i think i don't even know uh the lasting image of 2023 what will i remember i i don't know okay so i actually agree with your lack of a take because i don't <laughs> I don't know that there is one. Now I would counter it with I think it's Rom and Jose Maria Olathebel embracing behind okay. the eighteen behind eighteen because it was Sevy's yeah. birthday and like that that the Sevy thing gets like way blown out of proportion by everyone, but that was a real thing. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking about I was thinking about it for a while today. Like, what was the lasting image? It's obviously Hideki's caddy bowing in twenty twenty one. Uh, last year was what was I last mean, year? Scheffler. I mean, Scheffler. I, mean, I, I actually think it was like like I will remember the Rory Morikawa holeouts. Yeah, it was but maybe like, Scheffler's inability to get his vest on on Saturday. On and off, on and off, on and off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, so I guess what? So I guess for this year, then right, because there wasn't like a sh- like a shot, right? There wasn't like a moment. No. That, like Vince Carter dot gif. It was just like this relentless yeah. pursuit of a green jacket. Yes. And so I think it is the, the Jose Maria Olathebel Rom That's embrace. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. It's an interesting thought exercise to kind of go back through previous masters to try to figure out one of them is like speed dropping on 12, yeah. obviously in 2016. What's, um, what's uh DJs or like 2020. Just like, I, feel I like think I it's remember him. nobody being there. Yeah. So for me that year, the one that I'll remember is him getting choked up, like not yes. like being unable to talk. The right? Amanda Bally, the Amanda Renner yes. Ballionis at yes. the time, right? Interview afterwards. And she let it breathe perfectly. And oh, it was not, great. And he could not formulate a response to her. Which is so uh, just like, unlike anything that's ever happened to him. And Correct. Yeah, that that was that year for me. That was cool. Yeah, I like yeah. that. All yeah. Right. Well, we did have a weather delay uh, at Harbor Town today. So as we speak right now, there are still golfers out on the golf course. Uh, some guys have as many as eight or nine holes to play. We'll talk through the leaderboard, but let's we'll let it mature a little bit more, and we'll hit a couple of news items out of the gate here. So um, we'll start with the fall schedule because the schedule kind of leads into our, our our second topic. So we got a little bit more information about the. FedEx Cup fall branded <laughs> schedule for uh, this upcoming year. Obviously, we're going back to the calendar year, but we're still going to have seven tournaments, 
starting in September with the Fortinet Championship and a lot of different criteria here, KP. So I, you know, for example, a two-year exemption if you get a victory. Uh, what it is essentially going to do is allow the guys who are currently outside the top, I guess, 50, battle it out for rankings. And I think what is going to be the most compelling story of this is playing your way into that 50 to 70 range because that would get you into the Desis, right? Uh, no. Wrong. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I think – and this is part of my take on this. I think you, I think you have to be in the top uh, ten in the fall, so that would be like fifty-one through sixty to be in the first two non-tournament of champions desis, right? Because correct, because the fifty is already set for the for the desis. It's the it's the fifty from the previous season, right? But doesn't doesn't. Okay. So okay. And so then and then you that. get you get ten from the current FedEx Cup uh, rankings, which in this case would be from the fall. Right. Okay. And, and like so, say for Memorial, the ten from the FedEx Cup would be from like January through June or May or whatever. But wouldn't there, in theory, just be a lot of those guys that were already in the fifty from last year? Uh, it's uh, not that that are not already qualified. Oh, okay. So yes, sense. yes, there would be. So it's ten from there. Um, five of the swing got like the in between, like the hottest right. players or whatever. Okay. But I don't, I don't think that apply. Okay. So my take on all of this <laughs> is, I think this makes like actual, like I think it actually makes sense if you're doing, if you're like trying to structure all this. I think it makes zero sense if you don't follow the sport like a like a maniacal just a lunatic. We don't even under, completely understand it, right? And so yeah, I think there's it's, a lot of there's a lot of but if this then that and and right. So yeah, you're 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 what you said is half true. If you're if you're in the fifty to seventy range at the end of the fall, which the top fifty, they don't even. They don't, their points don't count. They don't matter. They're already in everything, right? right. So they're just, they just get erased. So if you're in the top 50 to 70, it's really the top 1 to 20 because everybody else is like Rory and Spieth. Everybody's gone. Like they're out. So you start with 51, which is effectively one. And then the top 10 of those make it into whatever the first two elevated are. Uh, probably, what is that, Pebble and... Riviera Phoenix or Riviera. I think Phoenix is out, right? I think Phoenix is out too. So yes, you're mostly correct. And I think, yeah, I, I think it, again, I think it makes some sense. The part that I never really understand is the priority rankings. You could tell me anything about the priority rankings and I would probably believe it. But I think that gets pretty confusing with like the non-elevated stuff, like Tory, and in like again, I think the math of it, I'm sure, like works out and it makes sense or whatever. But I don't, I don't really get it, and I don't even know that I care to get it. The only guys who understand the priority rankings are like the 40 guys in the world it applies to. I talked yes. to Bo Hostler, I talked to Bo Hostler about it, and he could run a seminar on 
the priority rankings and how you move <laughs> up. And if you're the seventh alternate, what your chances are. And I was like, what? I was like, this is incredible. Like you need to teach this somewhere, but like it only, yeah. like four, only 40 guys in the world care about it. Can we attend? Can, can CBS <laughs> pay for this? Cause we apparently need it. Am it I, amazing. am I, am I explaining that correctly though? Like, is that right? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I, I think, I think you're absolutely right. Um, and it's also there's also a couple of things that I felt were interesting. There's two bye weeks in here, which we haven't really seen before. There's a bye week after the Fortinet, and then I think it's Ryder Cup week, and then Sanderson Farms. And there's another bye week built in after the Zozo, which yeah. would be coming back from Japan. But there is no CJ Cup. Well, there's actually three bye weeks because there's two for the for the between the Fortnet Fortnite and the Sanderson. Right. Right, it's bye week. Wait, is it bye week, Ryder Cup, bye week, or bye week, Ryder Cup, Sanderson? It's it's uh, Ryder Cup, bye week, Sanderson. Mm. No, 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 no. I said that. You, you were right. It's bye week. <laughs> thank you. It's bye week, Ryder Cup, Sanderson. Got it. Houston is out of the fall and into the spring. Into the spring. Very interesting. Pre-Masters, you think? Oh, uh, I don't know if it's into the spring necessarily as much as it is into the main portion of the schedule. Did they say? Did they actually say spring? It did say spring, but okay. I don't know. Like, I mean, I mean, we're dealing with words that mean a lot of different things at this point. They swing that. Spring 2024 is what it says. It says yeah. date. I love this. They tweeted out the official, <laughs> the official Houston Open tweeted out date announcement, but they did not release a date. It just says sure. spring. So it should say season announcement. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or like schedule or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a date. All right. Well, I guess we'll yeah. figure out the rest of that as we go along. I mean, does, what, what is, how does this change the way you view the fall? Does it do anything for you? No, I think, well, I mean, yes. Okay. I mean, the fall was already pretty weak outside of, you know, when you got the CJ cup, when you got the Zozo, right. Those were, those were like by far the, the jewels of, of the fall because they were, you know, the elevated events. Um, I, the idea that we do get a seven event. I, I like the concept of a seven event season, which is kind of what this is, right? It is a seven event sprint with a couple of bye weeks built in that are generally going to have all the same players, right? I mean, that that's what I – I think what I'm learning is that I really like when all the same guys play against each other every single week, even if it is the top guys or the medium guys or whatever. Just like we're going to get basically the same guys for seven tournaments. They are going to be – uh ranked based on their performances and they are going to be rewarded based on their rankings. I think the concept of that, I like very much. Well, I think what's interesting about that is I, I want to know, and this is really, this is difficult to do because you're trying to mesh a bunch of different schedules, but I want to know how do the, how do the DP world tour guys fit in? How do the corn fairy guys fit in? Is there, is there going to be like this sort of, Hey, you, if you're a corn fairy guy or if like if you're a top corn fairy guy, if you're a top DP world tour guy, you could play your way actually into the designated events by having a hot fall. That that would be kind of sick, right? Where you you are 
like kind of coming up on the corn ferry, one of the Hogarts, whatever, and he wins twice in the fall, all of a sudden you're in Riviera. And it's like, oh, okay, like this is that's a real hierarchy and it creates real context. I just don't know if those guys because the DP World Tour season's not even over yet, right? And the Corn Ferry is on a different I, I just I don't know how all that works. And I think there's um I think there's a little bit of confusion over that. I think there's more to play for in the would would you say it is um what 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 is better to play for in the fall? Uh getting a head start in FedEx Cup points, which is what the incentive is right now to play in the fall, or to gain entry into the designated events outside the tournament of champions. What was the second one? Gaining what? Oh, entry Gaining into, entry into yeah, the yeah. designated events. Well, formerly it was like when they send a like a pace like a pace setter out and they just get run down by like all the heavyweights in the in the spring. Like, you know, Russell Henley's up like a thousand FedEx cup points on Rom and Rory and just gets <laughs> mowed right. down by L- mid-March. Lonto, Lonto Griffin is <laughs> is leading the FedEx cup standings. Yeah, I mean, Rory she- hasn't teed off yet. <laughs> Seamus Power is still in the top 10, I think. Uh, no, I think you're right because you still get the, the two-year exemption, the master stuff, you know, all that. But you also there's just more PGA tour context uh, for, for the, for the next season. So I, I, I think it's, it's like an, it's like an add on that, that is like, yeah, there's, there's more to play on play for because it's, they basically just added on to what was already there to play for. Right. Interesting. Um, I guess. I, so I, I thought the Zozo was, or excuse me, the CJ cup was getting the, the, the CJ cup executives have been, loving their tournament so i'm a little bit surprised to not see it on the schedule maybe it'll pop up in in the spring i'm happy to see shriners obviously i knew that was going to be i mean that's a tpc course so happy to have them in vegas but yeah this is kind of what we expect as far as tournaments go right nothing crazy here yeah i think so no wgc hsbc but that hasn't been around since what 2019 i think yeah you could tell me any year yeah sure (laughs) Uh, I think it gets a little weak at the end um, with the WWTC and the Bermuda, the Butterfield Bermuda and the RSM. Um, I, I I would like to see that CJ Cup back in there instead of one of those. But yeah, I mean, I think this is probably what is what is expected. Speaking of scheduling. Hmm. More scheduling drama conversation to be had. Bob Herrig of Sports Illustrated uh, reporting that Rory McIlroy will be docked $3 million of his player impact program payout that he is due for skipping this week's RBC Heritage. So KP, to get everybody up to speed here, the general premise around these elevated events or these designated events is that everyone is go, all the big names are going to play them and they are quote allowed to skip one every single year. Now, Rory McIlroy used his skip out of the gate at tournament of champions. He also withdrew from RBC heritage this week. And that essentially uh, according to Bob Herrig is going to cost him $3 million because he has not completed a portion of his uh, duties, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, 
Listen, I think it's kind of odd all the way around. Not odd. I don't, I don't know if that's the right word. I, I'm surprised by all of it. Um, it seems like we were talking about this off air. I have no knowledge. I have no insight. I don't know what is going on, but it seems like there's more to it than maybe just like this very successful person gave up three mil because he was tired or did i don't i don't know like and i said this i think on tuesday like rory's a pro you know he he doesn't he shows up he 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 does what he's supposed to do even if he doesn't have to like he's not a uh ducker of events or media like nobody does more you know like he, he's he's he shows up to everything and so this just seems a little um I don't know. It seems a little like some like there's more to it. And I don't know what that more to it is. But I think before people start just, you know, hammering, I saw like when the ROM quote came out about, oh, I'm here for the kids. And it was like just <laughs> open season on Rory. And you're like, okay, well, maybe, but I don't know, man. Like I, I would I would be pretty cautious about I get I get wary in general of WDs. Um, I, I just, cause you don't know what's going on. And until you do, it's like, okay, well, let's, uh, let's see what else is there and, uh, and comment on it then. Yeah. I think it's to, to your point for Rory to be, to be silent is, is kind of out of character. And also, I just think it's weird that the PGA tour, like, I mean, I guess they haven't released anything official. It's a report from Bob Herrig, but, um, to, to, to pin your, to pin 3 million bucks off your guy who has done like all your PR for you for the last couple of years, uh, because he missed one of these big time events because the way, the way that it uh, essentially works is, so they've gotten 75% of those of that bonus paid out already. And then 25% gets, uh, gets paid out based on other criteria, like adding other events or doing like a, a media thing. Like there's other things that you can do to get the other payout. We've heard this from Phil Mickelson as well. And the whole, the only guy who has described over it is Jay Monahan apparently. So like Jay, I think you can. I think you can like let this one slide. Well, yeah. It, I mean, here's the thing though, and and this is where I, what I'm having a hard time reconciling is, and somebody said this in the chat. I think if you're the PGA Tour, like the thing that is weird for Rory is that like the tour is, and maybe that's a. I don't know. Maybe the report's wrong. Maybe all of it's wrong. But if the tour is truly finding him, then it makes it look like he was skipping for a reason that they thought was like not leg legitimate. Like I uh, just right. didn't want to be there. I'm tired. Whatever. And that doesn't really jive with like what I. And again, I'm theorizing. I don't actually have information. But with what I. It, it seems like there's something like more serious or I, I don't know, personal, whatever. And in that case, if the tour is finding him for that, you're like, wait a second, what are we doing here? So I don't know. All of it just doesn't add up. And I'm curious to kind of see like what, what other information there is. Uh, next time we expect to see Rory McIlroy would be Wells Fargo, which is so uh, next week is Zurich. Then what? I guess I could pull it up here. Uh, Mexico. Mexico, Mexico? Then, I think so. Then Wells Fargo, then the PGA. Are we that close? Yeah, Mexico is after Zurich. And then, yeah, so it's, it's, it's Zurich, Mexico, Wells Fargo, Byron Nelson, PGA. So we expect to see Rory uh, at Quail Hollow. 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think so. I will say, like, regardless of the Rory stuff, uh, we can't be doing designated events the week after a major. Silliness. There's another one for, coming up. For anybody's sake. My, our sake, the tour's <laughs> sake, fans. I mean, no, nobody wants to watch golf this week, you know? Like, it's – and I get it. You're putting the schedule together in, like, two months, maybe two weeks, and you, it, it was impossible to, to move things around, but they got to fix that in the future. Okay, um, we will discuss the tournament that is happening right now. It's called the RBC Heritage, and there is a very special, a very special boy in first place. So we'll talk about that. But first, we're going to take a quick break and hear a word from our partners. Rise and shine, football fans. This is Susanna Fuller from Morning Footy, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Galazzo Network covering the breadth of the global game. Join me, Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Alexis Guerreros, and guests every morning for the perfect blend of news, analysis, conversation, and exclusive interviews. If you love soccer, then look no further. We've got you covered for Europe's top five leagues, the W Gold Cup, the Champions League Knockout Stage, CONCACAF Nations League, NWSL, MLS, Transfer News, and much more. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Subscribe to Morning Footy. This is Sandra Oreda from Attacking Third, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Golasso Network dedicated to all things women's soccer. With the NWSL expanding to 14 teams, the 2024 season promises to be bigger and better than ever, and Attacking Third will be along for the ride from start to finish. Before that, though, we'll be all over the CONCACAF W Gold Cup, where the U.S. Women's National Team is looking to clinch silverware on home soil. We'll also be keeping tabs on the winter transfer window, the Women's Super League, the UEFA Women's Champions League, and elsewhere. Coming to you multiple times a week with game previews, recaps, analysis, breaking news, exclusive interviews, and more, Attacking Third is your one-stop shop for the best coverage of the women's game. Download, follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Make sure you subscribe to Attacking Third. All right, KP, I think we can run through this pretty quickly because I think that, uh, unfortunately, uh, it's not going to have a pretty long shelf life. They're out there playing right now. They're going to – I assume they'll be able to get the rest of this round in, but we'll see. Um, early morning wave. Uh, Victor Hovland goes out early and shoots a 7-under-64, which is, as of right now, the solo lead. Bogey-free. Uh, we talked earlier this week about the way that he's been trending. We said this golf course would probably be a pretty good spot for him, and he made us look smart for at least 18 holes. Yeah, I mean, the trending thing is real. We saw him at Phoenix, T42, then he goes T20, T10, T3 at the players, and then T7 at the Masters. So he, he it like that you can't have a better trajectory without like winning a, a golf tournament, right? And you know, he putted it great on Thursday, which is why he's leading. But the way he's hitting it overall is why I think he'll be in the mix throughout the end of the weekend. Um, I, I didn't uh, – you pick – you had him in, in one and done? That's right, sir. Okay. Great pick. I mean, it's early, but great pick. The reason <laughs> yeah, that I – Yeah, can I, can I cash out now? Can I just take it now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I can't because Max Home is two over. But the reason I didn't take him is because I didn't feel like his statistical profile matched up with the golf course. Clearly, I'm an idiot. Um, and and to be fair, you said this on Tuesday. Like he's very straight. Also, it's not like he's Bryson. You know, just 
wailing away all over the place. So I feel pretty confident saying that he's going to be in it until like Sunday afternoon. Now, whether he wins or not is kind of just luck or, you know, whatever. Uh, But I I feel pretty good about him being in it until the end of the weekend. Would love to get a nice stamp win for him heading into three more majors this year and all that fun stuff, right? I mean, we're still looking for that U.S. mainland victory. (laughs) I mean, who, who... Like who needs a, I don't know about needs, but who could use kind of a signature win? It's not Homa. It's not JT. It's not Rory or Spieth. It's not Rom, obviously. It's not Colin. It's not, you know, whatever. I mean, yeah, Josh says Xander. What's Xander's best win? Probably Travelers. Anyone the Olympics. I mean, I don't know what you want to give to that. The Olympics is – easier than the hero world challenge. <laughs> uh, well, Victor has two of those then. The hero world, world challenge is <laughs> menacing. Uh, Xander also won the Scottish. What else has he won? I feel like he's won something else big. Did he Green, want a playoff? Uh, no, he won Greenbrier. He won the tour championship. He HSBC. Won, yeah. HSBC. He ran down Gary Woodland and tournament of champions. Yeah. Right. What yes, that's right. Paul in the chat says Patrick Cantlay. Cantlay's got two BMW championship wins. Um, Mirfield, right? Uh, wait. What was what was the last one you said? Mirfield Memorial. Has anyone? Uh, Village Mirfield Village. Yes. Oh, sorry. I, I thought yeah. you meant actual Mirfield, like an no. open. I was like, whoa! No, no, I no, missed no. that. Sorry. The Memorial um, is what I was referring to. <laughs> yes, that was the crooked uh, Rom WD though. So ah. it's a it's like half a memorial. Uh, I can't lay. I think, I, I think Victor's up there, honestly. You know, I, I would have said Fitzpatrick obviously won the U.S. Open last year. Uh, Burns kind of got his at the, at the match play, right? I, I think Burns would have been in that, in that category. I, I think Victor is maybe the guy that most needs kind of a sig- signature win. And I'd ha- I'm just, that's kind of off the top of my head, and I'd probably have to think about it more. Fleetwood obviously hasn't won. Uh, maybe Sung Jay. I don't know. It's an interesting. It's an interesting discussion. Cam uh, Young. Speak- yeah, Cam Young doesn't have any in, in general, so that one would be nice. Matt Fitzpatrick, uh, as you mentioned, uh, also in the mix. Sixty six looks healthy again. Love this kid, man. Lo- love it. Love it. Be healthy and go do your thing. Great to see. I mean, I, we were on a podcast with Andy Lack and Joseph Lamagna back in like October. We did a major player draft. And I think I said on that podcast, like, I feel like Fitzpatrick has number one player in the world written on him, which sounds maybe dumb, but uh, that's that's just like his trajectory of improvement is is extraordinary. And at the beginning of this year, it wasn't continuing because he's been hurt and just, it it just hasn't played out the way that I thought it would, but still his floor, even while he's been hurt is, has been pretty high. It's a little of the JT, you know, his dad in full swing saying, Hey, his bad stuff is still pretty good. That's how I feel about Fitzpatrick right now. And it is nice to see him kind of hopefully getting like rounding into form heading into, uh, into majors. 
So Fitzpatrick five under, Victor seven under. Those are the big boys in the clubhouse. Brian Harmon at six under, lurking. Joel Damon, Scott Stallings in there as well. Aaron Rye out on the golf course right now, six under through 12. So maybe he's our first round leader. We will wait and see quickly, KP, and we'll get out of here. Uh, John Rahman, his first round since becoming the Masters champion, is still out on the golf course. He is even par through 14. He has started slow. He went out in 38. That is two over. He got two uh, birdies on 13 and 14. So trending in the right direction, but uh far from the top leaderboard at the moment yeah wins the masters four days ago down three to ernie ells right now so normal sport <laughs> and then scotty scheffler is two under through 15 so he's got a couple of holes to play and uh speed do doing his thing speed is last i saw he was three. Oh boy four under yeah. and he's playing a par five right now and there he's in go. the right hand side of the fairway so so when i when i see this i go okay well that's an automatic birdie because you're in the fairway at a par five he gets one more coming in he's at six under so like i'm already i've already got speed for six under par uh did you see the ceremonial tee shot the real ceremonial tee shot as opposed to the fake one well, I just meant like the the compared to the Masters. Oh, I saw the cannon. I saw the yeah. cannon game. That's an insane. It's insane. They've got infantrymen. They've got Davis Love in a in a tartan jacket. I mean, the whole thing is just completely absurd. Yeah, that's Sir Sir Willie Innes is the mascot. He's the he is like the only mascot in all of the PGA Tour. He's that Scottish guy. There's a there's a guy in a kilt with a leaf blower this morning. I mean, Shane, Shane Bacon texted me. He was like, this is like, this is the week of normal sport. Like, this is it. There, There is a tee box that is like literally on some person's back deck. Did you see this? It's like on their patio. It could not be any closer. Like if that person went to the, ed, the bottom step of their patio, they could reach out and touch the golfers teeing off. <laughs> it was a little like that in Phoenix, I will say. A couple of the tee boxes there, you're like, this is a little, little close for comfort. So, <laughs> yeah, should be a should be a fun rest of the week with just some kind of some horses up near Freaky Fowler's four under. Um, yeah, yeah should fun. should be a good final uh, final fifty four at, at uh, Harbor Town. Cantlay's four under. He's still out on the golf course. Terrell Hatton, three under. So there's a lot of guys in the mix, uh, and we will continue with updates after each and every round along the way. Big thanks. Producer Josh does all the hard work behind the scenes. Kyle Porter, available on Twitter, at Kyle Porter CBS. And you can find me, at Rick Good. This has been The First Cut. We'll catch you next time. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.